Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Randy Peterson. Randy owns 13 career national PBA titles, including one major. He also has one PBA 50 title. In 2011, he was voted into the PBA Hall of Fame. Randy, I want to thank you for joining myself and Coach K, Steve Klumpkin, today. Hey, guys. It's always a pleasure. Well, Randy, you joined the PBA Tour back in 1980. You were 18 years old. Was there ever any thought given to bowling collegiately? You know, unfortunately, that wasn't the path I chose. And looking back on it, I wish I would have. Um, but like you said, you know, there wasn't a lot of college stuff being offered back then. And so it was really, really wasn't a, a huge option for me. And so, you know, my sights were pretty much set as soon as I got out of high school, I was going to the PBA tour. Well, it definitely was a, it was a good choice. So, I mean, as far as, you know, you're a PBA hall of famer, your success on the, on the PBA tour is, is, you know, it's been an amazing career that you've had. And I know you've even uh, been able to carry some of that success onto the uh, PBA senior tour this summer. So maybe talk to us for a little bit about what you've been up to uh, uh, for the last few months out there bowling on the senior tour. Well, you know, the uh, the senior tour has been a, a nice little run after not being in any competitive bowling for about six years after three knee surgeries. I decided to uh, try the senior tour uh, after I got my, my third and final surgery. It actually allowed me to bowl again, and I did some practicing and went out on the senior tour, and I won the very first event I, I entered, uh, which was last year in Dayton, so that was pretty cool. Um, this year, you know, I got off to a decent start, and then I struggled in Vegas. But uh, I went to Storm headquarters, and I worked. Uh, I worked on my game for about three or four days with Coach K and Hank Boomershine. And um, the next thing you know, I went out and I finished second, fifth, second, third. So it was a it was a nice little run. Well, and yeah, the competition on the senior tour, it has to be a lot like uh, the PBA 50, I'm sorry, as they like to call it these days, has to be like a lot when you went out on tour back in 1980. You have, you know, Walter, uh, Norm, Pete, Amleto. It was just probably like an old class reunion for a lot of you guys out there. Tom Baker, a lot of you guys out there. Yeah, it really is. There's no gimmies out on that tour anymore. Too many Hall of Famers. What, uh, if you go back a little bit here, back to when you were... uh a rookie on the uh, the PBA tour, not the PBA 50, but back when you started on, I mean, there's been a lot of changes. I mean, probably every little, every aspect of our sport has changed from lane conditions to lane surfaces, to the bowling balls, to the, you know, you're looking at the different changes in the physical game or so, um, you know, what have you seen now that you're, uh, have been working now on the, on the PBA tour and you've seen some of these younger players, uh, that have come out and there's been a lot of really good ones as of late that have come out on the PBA tour. Um, what do you see difference in them and their games as compared to when, when you were a rookie? Well, powers reign supreme now on that tour. It's a power game, and if you don't have the power, you can forget it. I witnessed that firsthand at last year's World Series of Bowling when I was competing. So, Randy, you talk about power being so uh, prevalent today. Um, a lot of the younger players, that's what they're taught, is they're taught, you know, we got to get as much hand in the ball as we can. Um, how, how can a bowler, how can a young bowler who's, who maybe has that mindset, what can they need to do to keep their physical game as well? Because, as you know, a lot of the, the power players, their physical game is flawless as well, or is, you know, fairly flawless compared to we can't just get kids in this mindset of just get up there and we got to get as much hand in the ball and as many rotations. 
because you know Jason Belmonte is is one of the most physically sound guys you'll see at the line on tour. You still have to be able to make shots, even though you know even though it's a a power game, um, you can't just spray it all over the lane. With that being said, though, you know the power does help. It definitely helps to create uh, a little more area on the lane. But the big thing that I see is the carry percentage. You know, Jason Belmonte, when he hits the pocket, his carry percentage has got to be around 80%. And, you know, I think that, and that's from any angle. You know, and that's, the, that's the, the whole purpose behind having power. You know, my ball can hit as hard as Jason Belmonte's if I'm bowling on cheetah, on the cheetah pattern, you know, playing five. Because now I've got friction, I've got angle, I've got speed. But there's no way I can match him pound for pound, power versus power, lofting six arrow. And, you know, the guys that, that have the 500 rev rates, the 550s, I mean, as soon as they start to get in, which is just about on every oil pattern on the PBA tour, at some point you're going to have to get deep. And, and these guys get in, and they just, their carry percentage is amazing, and it's because of the power. Power is definitely important. You know, Wesley Lowe, I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, but he just won the all events in Hong Kong at the World Youth Championships, and he's a two-handed uh, from the left side now. So, you know, as far as two-handed style, you're talking about Belmonte. Uh, do you see that gaining a little bit of momentum? I know there's some people who think it's not really a legitimate style of bowling. What are your thoughts on the two-handed style? It's definitely gaining momentum. It, it's extremely difficult to do, though. And you, you know, I've seen a lot of a lot of people try to emulate that and it's, you know, Belmonte makes it look easy and it's anything, but I've tried it, forget it. You know, I, I can throw it about 12 miles an hour and guess what? When your rev rate goes way up and you're throwing 12 miles an hour, you got no chance. So, uh, it's, it's an extremely difficult move to do. And it's, it's truly an art form. It's a lot of fun to watch. And when Belmonte, you know, I said this on a telecast, when Belmonte's firing on all cylinders, there's only two things that can beat him a one-game match, and an act of God. All right, Randy. Well, it's been nearly 20 years since you suffered what most believe is probably the worst break in PBA history, bowling against Ernie Schlegel. You left a stone eight pin, and it ended up costing you the title. Now, as bowlers, myself, Coach K included, we've all experienced our share of disappointments, none certainly like that. But, Randy, what can someone learn if, say, they go to junior gold and they don't meet the expectations, meet the goals maybe that they had set for themselves. Um, what do you do? How do you take it and make it a learning experience? And what can you do to actually, um, you know, turn that negative into a positive? Well, you know, any time you're in competition, it's an experience. And you have to grow, learn and grow by every experience that you encounter, whether it's good or bad. You know, the, the thing is, is that, you know, I'm still learning at this stage of my career. I'm still learning the game. I'm still learning about bowling. I'm still learning about all of that stuff, and it just never ends. And with every tournament competition, every experience, you have to take away something from it, grow, and apply it. Hey, Randy, last question I have for you. Uh, you know, you mentioned a little bit earlier about college bowling, and you know, looking back, you said we would have liked to have taken that route. Uh, but I know you've worked quite a few different uh, collegiate bowling events from the broadcast booth, and just in general, what are your thoughts on? some of the cool things you see with college bowling, you know, anything with, uh, you know, camaraderie, for, for example, or kind of like that, the teamwork that you see that you don't see on the PBA tour when you're bowling individually. Well, the, the coolest thing is, like you said, it's the camaraderie. It's the, uh, it's the team concept where everybody's pulling for everyone. 
you know, you've got teammates to rely on when you, when you're down, your teammates are there to pick you up. And they're just, you know, the, I think the biggest thing that stands out to me is that they're just having a great time. Uh, there's a lot on the, on the line. Don't get me wrong. When they lose, you know, you see the tears and whatnot, but they are having a lot of fun doing what they're doing. And I think that's the big message. All right. Well, Randy, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to hop on and, and share some advice and wisdom for some of our younger bowlers. All the best of luck on the PBA 50 tour. And, uh, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on.